Tzohrayim Tovim. Today we start the Rambam section of the Mishnah Torah called Hilchot Filin Umizuzah Vesefer Torah. Three different related mitzvah objects. Tfilin, Mezuzah, and Sefer Torah. In this section, the Rambam speaks about five different mitzvot, and I want to give you a general, broad view of this section in the Mishnah Torah before we jump into the first parak. There are five mitzvot in the section. Number one, to have tefillin on your head, to tie tefillin around your arm. Number three, to uh, to put mezuzot on your doors. Number four, for every Jewish male to write a Sefer Torah for himself. And number five, that a king, a Jewish king, needs to have two different Sefer Torah. The ten chapters of this section, the first chapter is very general. It's about how to write a Jewish religious uh, sacred texts in general, and some of the qualities of tefillin, of a mezuzah, and sefer Torah. That's Perak Aleph, which we'll address today. The next three chapters, Perak Bet, Gimel, and Dalid, deal with the mitzvah of tefillin. Afterwards, we have the mitzvah of mezuzah in Perak Vav, and the last four prakim, Zayin, Chet, Tet, and Yud, deal with a, uh, the mitzvah of writing a Sefer Torah. Now, what is the, what, what is the, how do, what are the outline, what's, what's in this parak? Let me just give you a general, a general view of what we see in this parak. Uh, in uh, in Halachat number one and two, Aleph and Bet, the Ramam tells us about the four parshiot that are put inside of Tefillin and the two parshiot that appear in a, in a, uh, in a mezuzah. Uh, afterwards, the Ramam tells us ten different halachot that were received from Har Sinai that we use to guide us in writing, uh, in writing the tefillin. He talks about the type of ink that's used in Halakha Dalid, in, uh, he talks in Halakha Hay, he talks about the different types of cloth. There are three different cl- types of cloth, gvil, cloth, and duchsustus, three different ways of using the skin to, uh, to write uh, religious texts. The Raman then continues and tells us in, uh, in Halakha Yud, you know, you can't just take any skin from any animal. Okay, I cannot use the skin of a lion, for example. I need to use skins and hides from kosher animals, even if they weren't shechted properly, but they need at least come from uh, a cow or a sheep or a lamb, whatever it is. In Halakha Yidalef, the Ramam tells us, when you work the skin, when you work the hides, they need to be worked lishma. The person doing it needs to have the intention of performing a mitzvah. It has to be l'shem shamayim, l'shem mitzvat ketivat tefillin, mezuzah v'sefer Torah. And if you fail to do this, then uh, the, this, the hides cannot be used for, uh, for, the, for, this, uh, for this mitzvah object. In Al-Achai Yudbet, the Ramam tells us about the importance of having sirtut, having lines on the, uh, on the text. This is also one of the things derived from uh, Moshe Rabbeinu at Har Sinai, even though it's not written explicitly in the, uh, in the Torah. Al-Achai Yud Gimel, the Ramam tells us who's allowed to write a Sefer Torah. What if an Apikoros writes a Sefer Torah? What if a non-Jew a child, a woman, he deals with it in that uh, halacha. And we go on to uh, halacha tetvav, for example. The Raman writes about the importance of kavanah when writing Hashem's name. And other mitzvot, other halachot that are relevant here in halacha yutet. What language does the Sefer Torah need to be in? And nowadays we only write it in kitav ashurit, uh, which is the, the, the script that we, uh, the font that we, uh, that we have today. And uh, this is the this is the, uh, these are the, the general outlines, uh, general outline of the mitzvot in this malachot, uh, in this chapter. Now, I want to focus for a second on the connection between these three mitzvot, tefillin, sefer Torah, and mezuzah. What is the relationship between them? And uh, something that's unique about them is that all of them have two different stages in, in, their, in the process, okay? On the one hand, you have to write them. You write a mezuzah, you write tefillin, you write a sefer Torah, but then you also, you end up using them. So at what point do you recite a bracha? So the Gemara in Masechet Menachot 
actually addresses this question. The Gemara in Menachot of Mem Bet Amud Bet. And uh, we have a story here. Shalach Rav Chia Bred Rav Huna Mishmed Rav Yochanan. He sends a letter, Rav Chia sends a letter to Rav, uh, Rav Yochanan and he says, what's the bracha on these different mitzvot? He says, Al Tfilin Omer, Asher Kiddushanu, B'mzatav Yitzvanu, L'aniach Tfilin. That's what we do today, to place Tfilin. Al Tfilin Sharosh, you say, Al Mitzvah Tfilin. But what do you not say? We don't make a bracha la'asot tefillin. We don't make a bracha lichtov sefer Torah. We don't make a bracha lichtov mezuzah. And what's the reason? The reason is that we only make a bracha when we complete the performance of the mitzvah. Writing a sefer Torah is not a complete and completion of the mitzvah. You have to write a sefer Torah, but then you have to use it. You have to write tefillin, then you have to put them on. You have to write mezuzah, but then you have to place it on your door. Only when we conclude the mitzvah do we actually make a bracha. This is quoted explicitly in the Rambam's Hilchot Brachot Perakid Aleph. Kol mitzvah asiyatahi gemar chiyuvah mevarech aleah bishat asiyah. When you complete a mitzvah, that's when you make the bracha. Writing a Sefer Torah only gets you halfway. Writing mezuzah only gets you halfway. Writing tefillin only gets you halfway. What is the, uh, what is the message here in our day and age? The uh, Jewish psychologist Eric Fromm wrote a book which is called To Have or to be, published in 1976. And Eric Fromm speaks about our very materialistic culture, that we've shifted from a focus on having, uh, on being, to having. We always want to amass things. We want to own things. We want to produce things and have them and own them. And ultimately, we then, we just sort of store them or keep them in, uh, find places for them in our homes. We're very, we're very focused on having and owning in our materialistic society, as opposed to as opposed to being, okay, as opposed to becoming, uh, and uh, and this is something that's shifted uh, as capitalism has taken over our our world and the industrial revolution has has changed the values of our society. But I think there's something very important here. It's not just about writing tefillin, writing mezuzah, or sefer Torah. It's not about having them. Many people sort of you know spend money on these things and and they have beautiful tefillin. It's about it's about using them, okay? It's about them becoming a part of us. It's about them being a part of our lives. You walk into the home, you kiss the, the mezuzah, you realize, wow, I'm acknowledging the connection, the, the relationship that I have with Hashem in my home, just like outside, and outside just like my home. Tefillin, I'm binding the Torah to myself, the Sefer Torah. It's not about writing a Sefer Torah and putting your name on it, and this is dedicatedly Lu Nishmat. It's about using the Sefer Torah. And, uh, and this is such an important uh, thing. It's not about having these things. You could have a huge Jewish library, but if we don't read the books and we don't live and breathe the mitzvot and Torah, then we have not really fulfilled the mitzvah. Wishing you a great day.